Good day, ma'ams and sirs, and welcome back to the Number 9 with Tommy podcast, where we're doing our first show in several months. And this episode will be packed with a ton of punch. First off, we're at the Goshen Stampede recording live, good ma'ams and sirs. That means the rednecks have no boots with fur. This is Boots and Spurs. All kinds of cowboy references, both specific and obscure. Most importantly, a podcast that's sure to be absurd. Nick from Second Armament has new designs, styles, and tops and options. And that relationship he was in last year is six feet deep in a coffin. Awesome. I personally have been working hard to eat right and lose some weight. The extra energy is good, but the money I've saved is great. The show's namesake gave his backyard a makeover and got some more space. Where I was at during that process, you can't find a trace. I've been working with the prince on how to finish or avoid any fights, and T-Dub's been working each and every day and all night. We haven't seen each other for more than an hour per month. If we aren't both busy with something, it's because only one of us is out to a lunch. Then it's back to a project or errand or work. I can't help but wonder if it's gonna pay out what it's worth. My health is intact, my family's well, and I have a smile you can see from his... Oh, no, that's not what that says. My health is intact, my family's well, and I can... I have a smile you can spot from as far as you can probably see. But the Tommy Tsunami has been diagnosed with Big Nami disease. There's 300 cases in America that are reported each year, with 330 Americans that are reportedly here. So you could say Tommy's Big Nami is potentially killing him, but he says, and I agree, it kind of just proves that he's one in a million. Erica is wrapping up the school year, about to take a well-deserved break. Holland's getting so strong, he'll break your hand with a shake. Miss Elizabeth's right by my side, half the nights of the week. When she takes off her clothes to go shower, I run and have me a peek. As always, I'm the most brilliant person I know, like Einstein or Chomsky. Ask me a question, and like Tommy, the answer comes promptly. A moment to let that set in. It's not a rare moment when I have a stroke of such genius, but then again, all I've got to do is have a stroke of mine. We just got the fair, got to the fair, and we can't wait to get started. And now that catches you up in our lives, and we'll get more details on the show. We'll get it started right now with the star that you've all gotten to know, Tommy Motherfucking Washington. What's been up, man? How are you? I'm good, Pat. I'm, I'm good. Uh, I wish I could say that my health was intact, but I think for the most part it is. Uh, yeah, you, you look normal. Like your body is intact. Yeah, my body's intact. Uh, it's really it's, so the big Nami is a brain disease, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which could probably explain why I've been friends with, with you for so long. As our listeners can imagine, this has got to be a small case of the big Nami. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I got this, this big Nami disease. Go ahead and Google what that's about. You'll find that it's caused by alcoholism. B-I-G space M-O-M-M-Y, Big Mommy. Yeah, Big Mommy Disease. Uh, That's the name of the show. Big Mommy Mommy Disease is back. That's right. But as of right now, we're just in a holding pattern. We're getting tests done and stuff like that to figure out what's causing it. But uh, from everything I've read, which is clearly more than my doctor, um, it's 100% curable as long as we find out what's causing it. So really? That's yes. not what you originally told me back when you had only talked to your doctor and not gone on Google Earth. Yeah, well, I had to go do some... It, from what I see, it should be 100% curable or reversible as long as we can find out what's causing it. The two main causes are malnutrition, not really malnourished, uh, <coughs> and uh, 
in alcoholism, and I rarely, rarely drink. Right. So uh, we know that those two things aren't it. Uh, so they got to figure it out. Um, but other than that, man, I'm good. I start going to the gym. I start to live a little bit of a healthier life because I'm scared to death of die soon. Uh, I've been a cardiologist, ear, nose, throat doctors, physical therapy. I, I've been to it all in the last three months, um, trying to, uh, to just live right. You know what I mean? Make sure I'm here for. I should mention to the people who can see us. We can see out to uh, some exciting people walking past, and like there's a lot going on. That's why we like how we're walking through this Thank you. Thank you. Also, we're out in the fresh air, so we're gonna have some allergies. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they remember from our podcast before. There's also the they're doing uh, barrel races behind us this morning. Yeah. Um, mind you, we're recording this before the fair opens, but apparently they start barrel racing super early in the morning. Yeah, so. and there's tons of people. Like, this can't all be vendors. There's, people are just strolling through who don't want to deal with fair traffic are here right now. Well, I'm sure fans of the barrel racers. Yeah, families, fans. You know, and plus, upside, you don't have to pay to get in. Facts. Uh, and the vast majority of these people are super local. Like, even the barrel racers that we've been were super local. Yeah. Only like a uh, so yeah, uh, that pretty much catches you up on the big Nami disease. Um, it really doesn't. Big Nami is in the brain, you know that. Yeah. How did they find the big Nami disease? Uh, they did an MRI because so I was getting those dizzy spells. Remember we had that podcast? I did. Yeah. Did we talk about that on the podcast? Yeah, that, I had a freak out and we had to end the podcast. And oh, I went that's right. So really, we're picking up where we left off. Yeah, we've done a couple shows since then, but oh, okay. um, very few. So. Um, I've been having these dizzy spells since like the end of November, early, early December, which they still haven't figured out why I'm having them, so I've chalked it off to anxiety and stress, um, because the big Nami doesn't cause the dizziness and stuff like that, and I still get those here and there. Um, so just to be clear, there's no answers on the dizziness, but on the upside, there's also no answers on big Nami. Yes. Okay. That is correct. So, I had so you went from having a problem to having two problems, zero solutions. Yes. By my uh, math, this uh, next week, next podcast, we should have four problems for Tom. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, yeah, it's been a clusterfuck. I mean, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? I mean, I try to stay positive. I keep reminding myself now, I thought I've had, I've had heart attacks, I get chest pains. I've also picked up golfing, which is why I think I have some of the chest pains. Also, the anxiety is probably some of the stress, the chest pain and stuff like that. Because my cardiologist says, you're far too young to have heart problems. Um, and according to my EKGs and everything, I'm probably in your 30s. He says that far too young to have heart problems. That's what he said, bro. I don't know. When I told my father about the results of my MRI, all he kept saying was, I hate fucking doctors. That's all he kept saying to me. Stop fucking him. He's like, I hate doctors. I hate doctors. Um, so it's scary. I, it, it's probably more scary because I don't know what's causing it. Um, yeah. And nobody, because it's so rare. Um, to put this in perspective, my doctor, I have no idea how long she's been practicing neurology. Yeah. Uh, but I'm the only patient she's ever had with it, and I'm the only patient in that practice that has ever had this disease. Um, so I'm seeking a second opinion. Yeah. So I'm seeking a second opinion from Yale. Um, try and do that. If I don't get any answers from Yale, I'll have to search through the country and find someone that specializes in this um, to try and figure out what's going on. Um, but again, I've been trying to live a healthier life. I, I, I'm i not dieting like that. It's like you pretty much cut out all carbs, right? For the most part. No, I cut out bread. I did not cut out carbs. I ate pasta constantly. Okay. So, just, I, so here's... 
you'll understand this. Actually, I very few people will understand this. When I order pizza, right? This is what this is why I cut bread because I was thinking pizza and burgers. Burgers are the same thing, so there's not it's no different. If you make right now, if you grow ten cheeseburgers and nobody claimed any of them, I would have one. And in like twenty minutes, I would go have another one. But then like twenty minutes later, I would have one, and I would go until they were gone. Pizza was the same way. So if we ordered three large pizzas, and we done this, you and I, yes. where we order infinite pizza, and then it's and just sitting there, and you, you just, just eat, eat it until it's gone. It may not be in one sitting, but it will not make it to the fridge. I've never put a pizza in the fridge. I don't think. I, I just throw it up on the counter because I know by tomorrow morning it's gone. Yeah. So I was like, that's like I know me, and I know I can't fucking do pizza and burgers, at least not on buns. So if I cut bread, just bread, that's my rule, because that cuts pizza out automatically. Um, I knew that that would be a big difference maker, uh, but I was like, I do not want to cut carbs, because I don't want to lose a bunch of weight and then gain it as soon as I'm done. So I fully intend in 2024 to eat bread on a very rare occasion. So yeah, like once a month, so like in January would be on my birthday, in February would be like Tony's birthday. Like, I'll have a reason to eat bread. Well, and like in the summertime, you'll have a cookout. Right, yeah, July 4th, boom, I'm eating bread that day. Yeah. Um, but that will be how I reintroduce bread and just not be a fucking monster because I fucking kill carbs. Well, so the problem, so my mom actually uh, has been looking a lot into glucose. Yeah. Um, she like heard something on a podcast and she started. And it's fucking crazy, man. What oh, yeah. they put in the shit, and it's really like if you're eating natural bread, it doesn't have the same. Like if you're making bread at your house, well, that, so that's another thing is I may get a bread maker making bread. Right. Yeah, because the process, the, the process shit that they put into your buns, the enriched white flour. Yes, it's it's horrible for you. Um, so she was actually thinking that maybe the Nami has something to do with my glucose, but my glucose always comes out fine. So they're gonna check my A1Cs because that's how they tell if you're diabetic or not. Yeah. Like another way to think about like 100%. If your A1C is high or low, it'll tell you if you're diabetic. So they're going to test that the next time I do blood in July. Uh, because that, so from what I've read, it wouldn't, I had to tell the doctor this, it could be caused by unkept diabetes, like you're not treating it. Sure. But nobody's ever thought I was diabetic because my glucose so is fine. But right. we have to go to the next step and just rule it out completely. Uh, and, you know, the guy who used to eat a fucking sleep warrior might be a diabetic. Daily. Uh, but, I, you know, I am happy. Like, I had ice cream last night. Like, I, I'm not in a place where I'm like, I'm going to deprive myself of stuff that I enjoy. <laughs> what I do is I eat, I eat very small meals in the, during the day. Sure. So, if I, in, in the morning, I'll have, if I go to the gym, I have two hard-boiled eggs for breakfast. Yeah. And then I have these little granola bars I get from Costco that are 100 calories. I might eat two of those throughout the day. Yeah. But I'm not eating, like, normally a big lunch if, if I have lunch at all and then I and have now, to put that in perspective is there an app on your phone that you don't have like you have McDonald's you have Burger King oh, I have you have all the apps yeah so this is a dramatic switch yeah and well and I pretty much with the exception of Taco Bell I have cut off I have cut off fast food uh, I do um, I've cut that now I did uh, I kept Chipotle because I use the Chipotle if I really need fast food. Yeah. I'll order and go through the Chipotle. Um, and I uh, maybe four times have had Starbucks coffee, not like bullshit. That's another thing. I stop drinking Dunkin' Donuts and I make my coffee every day. Yeah. I've cut out energy drinks 100%. I haven't had an energy 
switch to uh, Stevia? Uh, I use Trooper. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, like a cut off. Even before that, I use Splenda. Yeah. But I think Trubia is a little bit healthier for you. I think it tastes better. It's just a better flavor. Um, so, but I have one coffee a day, and then the rest of my day I drink water. Very rarely do I even have a soda. And if I do, have, I, I've always been a diet soda drinker. Or, yeah. or a zero calorie yeah, soda. Um, but again, I don't drink soda that often. It's mainly just water. Lots of water. Um, Shit. Oh, okay. Alright, so I am using pre-workout as my caffeine. I don't have any coffee right now. Good. Than my so, uh, I will use, I had a pre-workout that I... I tried one at your house. It was very good. Pre-workout? Yeah, you gave it to me. You were like, hey, try this. Was it pineapple? Uh, it was definitely like a citrusy flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that, that shit's good, but that's, so it's not like a standard pre-workout. A pre-workout pre-workout. It's like when you're heading to the gym, it's like you can feel your blood running through your veins. It itches. It's, it's crazy. It's super uncomfortable. Unless you're in the gym trying to get jacked up, then it feels good. And I do have that pre-workout. I don't use it unless I'm done lifting weights. Yeah. I'm using a pre-cardio as my pre-workout. Yeah. So it's like a, a slower, longer burn. And I now I like I make it when I get to work. It's just a powder. I, dump it. I, I make a cup of water, super cold water when I'm at home. I drive the hour to work, so the water's not super cold anymore. Thank God. I dump my scoop in, shake it up, and it's gone. And, uh, You're going to have to give me the uh, damn for that, because maybe I'll drink that one. I, right where they drink I have right. about 9,000 of them in my house, all different flavors. Cool. I'll have to try some of those out. Um, because that's all I'm doing, really, is cardio. I just go out and walk on a treadmill at yeah. normal rate, but I increase the incline yeah. um, every day, so I, I actually burn some calories. Um, but just getting up and doing those walks, and again, I pick up golfing, so a lot of walking and that. Which is, it, I really, I'm not good at golf by any means, uh, but I truly, truly enjoy it. I, I, I like getting outside, hanging out with my friends. I think it's funny because you're, uh, okay, one, before we get to why I think you play golf is fine. Because we will get You have, since long before Big Nami, long before the, the tingling in your fucking ear, all those things. That's what startled us. That's, that's also why I think I had anxiety. Is, right. Because that's because. what tipped. I had that vibration in my ear. Now it's never happened again. Okay. Right? It's never happened again. Um, but ever since that day, that's when I started getting dizzy. So now, if I get a pain in my chest, right. I get freak out. I get pain. Right. If I have a pain in my leg, now with the big nine, I get a pain in my head. You know, like these random things. And there was a point in my life where I was getting a fucking headache every day. Right. Um, and so I've turned a corner where like I'll deal with a headache before I take ibuprofen. Right. Because um, I'll probably feed too many ibuprofen. Like I could take four ibuprofen every day. Jesus. You know what I mean? And well, I couldn't do it last time I took it. Yeah. I've and, well, and again, so now I I only think I do it once a week. That's good. You know what I mean? But cutting coffee is probably a huge part of that as well. That, and I drink much more water. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dehydration so, is the number one reason for headache. Yeah. So I think that's up a lot too, but anyway, keep going with your thing. So you were constantly in fear of death. You don't like to talk about death. You don't like to talk about other people dying. You yeah, just never like talked about it. Uh, so now you have this thing that's, you know, it was undiagnosed at first. What? And, uh, really? That sounds, thing. It sounds like a fucking jet. It's a, it's a little loud. Yeah. Um, 
But so, one, can you die a sudden death from Big Knock? Do they know that? Yes. Okay. That does not that does not preface my next question very well. Two, are you feeling any better about death being imminent? Um, I would say that like so I've always known that death is imminent, but like you said, I'm not a big talker about it. Because, right. Um, let's be real. Who wants to fucking die? You know what I mean? Like I make jokes like, oh, I wish I would die, but nobody really wants to die. Like unless you have some serious mental health issues. I don't. I wouldn't say it's mental health issues. Um. No, but like I understand personally, I understand on a big scale, my significance like for the ecosystem. Yeah, is like if I die right now, nothing changes. Like the, the plane continues, you know, like so uh, I don't fear like these big repercussions where even even on you know, in our direct relationship, just the two of us, you have a child who then loses a father. I don't have that. Yeah, uh, um, so, but again, that's not a reason why. Like, I, I guess part of it is that, like, I'm not going to be able to see him for a while. He's going to grow up without a father if I die. Um, so I can't, I I don't want to say that I would die a sudden death, right? Because I don't really know that that's how it works. Right. Um, there's things that would start happening. Like, I would start having seizures. The good news is I had an EEG a few months ago, and that EEG came back that I'm not prone to seizures. They tried to induce one. You know they tried I mean? to induce one? Well, the, so what they're doing is they're measuring your brain waves, right? Yeah. So, and you get totally relaxed, they try and try, they tell you to try and fall asleep, right? Okay. So you do that for about 25 minutes, and then they go, okay, wake up. And then they have to stare at something, and then they go, um, they say close your eyes, and they start flashing strobes in their eyes. Yeah. Right? Because that will induce a seizure. Right. Um, and then hyperventilate. They have you hyperventilate, because that also will can induce a so you do a super comfortable test, huh? Yeah, awesome. Dude, I've been through some wild fucking. The ear, nose, and throat <laughs> test, dude, was wild. Um, <laughs> but, so, they have you do that to see if uh, if your brain starts to react to have a seizure. And it might came back totally normal. So okay. that's a, a very positive thing. But that's what I told my doctor. Is I'm afraid that one day, because how do you know that you're going to have a seizure? You don't. Right. Only so, the dog knows. So I'll be walking and just seizure you know what I mean and that freaks me the fuck out um, or another thing that will happen is I'll go into a coma right um, so I go to sleep one night and I just don't have until if I'm lucky I wake up but it's a month later yeah, yeah. Right. you know what I mean um, great for weight loss I'm sure yeah. but um, not so much for be so much more relaxed than you know, body well rested so those types of things freak me the fuck out and when Sun starts happening, like you, you immediately start, think that's coming. Well, you just start thinking about, and it's like I'm on hyper alert, right? For any any discomfort from a normal, like I at this point, I, I think about it all the time. I don't know what normal feels like. Right. Like right now, I feel normal. I think. You know what I mean? See, originally we thought we were causing. I was causing this. Now I'm the solution. Sure. <laughs> um, so. Again, I just think, um, I think my, I think I've had a lot happen in my life with my niece and all that stuff. Um, I think we mentioned on one of the last podcasts, my niece is in remission, so that's good. Um, my brother's been going through some shit, so, like, that stuff, and then I kept telling my brother and my sister, you know, it happens to great, what's going to happen to me, and then I find out, and they found this, they were looking for something else. No, because of the ear thing, because you were having these panic episodes. Well, and I, you know, again, I had chronic headaches. We call them panic episodes. We have no fucking clue what they are. Yeah, I'm assuming they're panic. Um, like that day, like the guy, the guy at the emergency told me the night we were doing 
pocket, so I got the shooting tingles down my arm. Or both my arms, I thought I was having a heart attack. Uh, he told me there's a valve in your heart that sends an alert, and that's why you get the tingles. Yeah, did you? so that's one of the craziest facts I've ever heard. I didn't know that until you told me. Yes. Um, and I've told a million people. Thank you. Free shirts, so that was, uh, that was a good sale for us. Uh, that might be the biggest one we've done. I don't know. I, I sold four free shirts last night. It's one person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All little, right. Uh, little Christmas boys time. Oh, okay. Um. Oh, you're about to tell me why you thought it was funny that I got. Yeah. So I'm sure we've talked about this. I think I've had this conversation at least with you. I don't know if we've ever talked about it on the podcast, but I'm a huge Marx Brothers fan. The old 1920s, 1930s movie actors. Okay. They started in Baldwin. They evolved into the big screen when talking went into movies. So they didn't do silent films. They started when talking. They were the first people to ever use product placement. Like everything about them is very, very cool. Baldwin was cool. The movies are obviously cool. They've lasted a long time. Um, the fact that they thought of product placement because they didn't have money for their last movie because Chico was just a fucking rabid gambler. So later on, Groucho writes a book, Zeppo writes a book, Chico never writes a book, but, oh, you know what, I think Chico, Chico wrote a book, but it was when they were still young. Harpo writes a book, Harpo never talked, he was a silent actor, but he was hilarious because his facial expressions were very well trained, I mean, he spent his whole life in Baldwin working on his facial expressions, he didn't speak in Baldwin either. So Harpo writes a book called Harpo Speaks, and throughout the book, one of the main things is that he's picked up golf. He's named Harpo because he's nasty on the harp, right? But he has to stop playing the harp towards the end of the book because every time he tries to play the harp, he has a heart attack. He's so hard on himself when he makes a mistake that it's going to kill him. Then he starts having heart attacks on the golf course. And the doctor's like, you can't play golf. And he's like, no, but I play golf because I can't play the harp. And he's like, you can't do either, man. Like, you're too much of a perfectionist. So Harpo's writing about this and he's explaining, like, I, I don't know how I'm ever going to live without these two things. They're the most important things in my life right now. So he goes back to playing the harp and he's saying, like, I don't care. Like, I'm not playing for anybody. I'm playing for me. I'm trying to do new things. If I do new things, mistakes are expected. So I, I'm not hard on myself when I make mistakes. And then in the next to last chapter of the book, he's like, just touching base. Uh, I've been able to get back on the golf course. It's been going really well. I think me working with the harp and 
accepting mistakes has given me the ability to not be such a perfectionist in my later years. And the last chapter of the book is from his son, and he's like, so my dad died of a heart attack on the golf course. <laughs> Which is like the best way that book could have possibly ended, because he was fucking hilarious the whole time, and then he has this like this notion that he's smarter than the doctor. So, so you're putting that right me it's funny because you're so stressed out that like you found this outlet to relieve your stress, which is golf. And I'm like, oh, I've heard of this before. He dies. Well, so what's funny is that's right because I usually am super like, like I'm a competitive person, right? Right. Like I played pool for the last 11 years. Super competitive in it. I'm. I wouldn't even say like I'm a good pool player. Right. But I'm not a great pool player. I make mistakes. I have nights where I'm awful. Right. Um. And that started to become more stressful for me. Because you started to become a perfectionist. And well, hate because, the mistakes. Well, and I do that with anybody. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like making mistakes. Who, who wants to make a mistake? Like, yeah, why not just do your best? Yeah. Um, and when your best is making mistakes, that's frustrating. Um, so, Unless you're new, when it's expected. So, so last Saturday, last Saturday, I took Colin. I bought Colin's and I bought Colin because I figured this would be something we do together. And, uh, we're out there Colin is, if, if Colin works at it and actually puts time into it, he will be very good at it. Right. Uh, much better. Right? So, we're out there and he starts talking about shit. And starts stressing me out. Because, again, I want to be competitive. And tingling, but I know that I can't be competitive in this because I have been doing long enough. I'm not good at it, and so I, I stop and I go, "Listen, I'm out here to have a good time. I'm all about being competitive. I am not going to be competitive with this right now, right? Because I'm not good at it, and I'm out here to try and spend time with you, and time with my friends, and enjoy the day, right? Um, I'm sure there will like, and I get frustrated. Dude. I can't fucking drive a ball to save my life, straight or at all. Uh, sometimes straight, sometimes I don't know. Okay. Um, we went and played nine on Wednesday. Yeah. And the last three holes, I literally topped the ball every single time, like four times in a row. Went and picked it up, put it back on the tee because it went ten feet in front of me. Yeah. And just kept redoing what I was doing. Um, That's why you play with friends. Yes, very, very much so. Um, and I've been playing with uh, our buddy Mark, yeah. who... Uh, He's given me a lot of pointers, um, and Ryan is a pretty good golfer. I've bumped, but Ryan is one of those guys who doesn't want to give you advice because in his head, golfing is different for everybody, so he's afraid to give you the wrong advice. <laughs> um, so most of the time, he was what's that? Confessions. Confessions. <laughs> how are Confessions. you? Confessions. 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 Right now. <laughs> uh, my name is Jody. I'm with Lee Hard. Um, how are you guys doing today? Doing well. Quick, quick thing. I have just a question for you guys. Are you guys interested in the Freedom Obligation Gutter Inspection? Give them away a $25 gift card just for them to come and evaluate the gutters. Give you a video, show you what's going on. Might be a good fit for you, might not be a good fit for you. But at you have some peace of mind of knowing what's going on there. We you actually live in the same condo complex. Oh, you guys live in a condo? Yeah. So you have an AOH that takes care of that yes. for you. Yes. Hopefully they're doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank, thank you, thank you though. Well, thank you for your service. It's so hard to say no, so I have to lie. <laughs> we should keep all that in. Yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I have more honor because I give it that. Um, what's funny is, nobody really, like, people are just walking up. 
So that gives us the ability to, if we're even if we record it on Tuesday and release it on Monday, it won't be topical to yes. where like, um, that works against us. I definitely want to get back to like our roots, right? So when we first started, we were talking talk about my day. Yes, yes, you're dead. Um, no, when we, when we first started this, we definitely focused more on movie reviews, funny stories, stupid shit. Um, we definitely went down a path of political or news. And listen, we have a podcast, right? And there's no point, like, there's no agenda with the podcast. Right. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like, things are going to happen in the world that, that you and I may want to discuss. Right. You know what I mean? Um, which this is like at the end of the day. Canadians with all their fucking forest fires. Get a smoky. You don't have a smoky up there, dude. Were you there? The, you were. When we were like, we, we told Nick to make a shirt that says Canadian suck. No. And he was like, I'm definitely not. Thinking. Oh, you're on the phone. Because oh. he was at the house picking up the trailer. Ah. Oh. Um, but yeah, I think once a week. Focus and, and shit's gonna come up that we will talk about, but I definitely want to stay away from those polarizing topics. Um, so, uh, we I don't remember the name of the, the term. Remember, there was a term for when you no, when you intend to create a result by doing something, and what happens is you create the exact opposite result. Our example was in England, they had. Uh, the English royalty started paying you as a peasant for the head of a snake. If you yeah, I remember snakes, that story. Yeah. And the, the, the downside of that was, I don't think it was people started. I think it was in. Uh, it was in Australia because they owned Australia. That's where all the prisoners were. But then they, and then they had this huge. Uh, people were farming snakes. Yeah. So they said, "Fuck it, we're not paying you anymore." So yeah. then the people who had farmed the snakes went, Just "Well, fuck it." I, I'm not gonna pay to keep taking care of snakes, so they let them all go. So they have way more snakes than they ever intended to have, yeah. and more than they had when there was a problem to begin with. So I think we discussed this. That I'm not positive, but Smokey the Bear is another example of one of those things. So Smokey put this huge centralized focus on forest fires. If you're going to the forest, don't start a fire. Never mind bears. Never mind you know bobcats or fucking mountain lions or anything. Just don't fucking start fires. So the wildfires that we have are a result of, there weren't small fires caused by humans, like making mistakes. So everything is ready to burn. So when it catches, boom, now you've got Canada dumping fucking, you know, just days worth of smoke at us. Yeah, Uh, yesterday today was the first day that we had like somewhat Yeah, good air clarity. Yeah. Um, Yeah, fucking crazy. When you walk outside, it smells like a campfire. Pretty fucking Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I, I saw how yellow the sky was that when everybody started talking about it. I saw it, and I never saw it again. I never breathed it. I never felt it. And everybody was like, "Oh my god, it's so hard to breathe out here." I'm like, "What?" Yeah, it wasn't like that. Um, but um, I think people with like allergies or to asthma. smoke or yeah, asthma or sensitivity to some type of breathing. I don't know. You know had what? A I, harder time. You know what I think? Aided in uh, maybe I was not realizing how smoky it was. Was most of the days decades as a smoker. No, uh, most of those days that it was uh, smoky outside. We were inside. No, it was cloudy. Uh, it was like cloudy days, so you wouldn't even fucking notice. Uh, you could notice like there's, you know, throughout the day like the sun would peek out a little bit, and then you could see like the haze. Uh, but for the most part, how are you, man? Not too bad. Can we help you with anything? Just, just looking. Have you ever heard of uh, Second Armament before? 
So second armament, all those shirts are 100% South Carolina cotton. Then they're flown over to California where they're dyed. Then they're flown into Torrington, Connecticut, where our buddy Nick designs and prints all the shirts himself. So it's pretty cool. 100% local, American-made. Do you guys have any freedom selling shirts in large? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in hoodies? Yeah. Hoodies yeah. or t-shirts. For the first time ever on the podcast or in reality, Tom is providing somebody with customer service. This is amazing. 60 bucks, We're actually recording a podcast right now. Other than the fact that it looks like it's from the 80s. Yeah. I love that it says Freedom 76. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't like the. But, yeah, you gotta go with what's popular. Nick Nick nailed it. He's killing it with that shirt. So, anyway. um, But, yes, everybody I know would wear Latin. Yeah. Um, Yeah, man, I hope uh, hope we get back into the groove with things. Um, At least once a week, just hanging out. Uh, Not gonna lie, I'm just hanging out with you. I feel like I've missed a lot that's happened in your life. You went on a cruise. I did go on a cruise. I went on a cruise. I don't know if we did a show afterwards. I don't think so. I've, uh, I've been cooking oh, nonstop, so, meal prepping. So non-stop. I didn't tell everybody. So I gambled so much on my cruise yep. that the cruise line I went with gave me a free cruise. And then on top of that, I joined this website that also finds you free cruises when you get offered a free cruise. Um, so I'm taking two free cruises at the end of one at the very end of August and one at the very beginning of September. What does a free cruise include? A room, a balcony room. Oh, nice. Um, depending on the cruise line, like with the one that gave me the free cruise, um, I have free drinks in the I bar. sold the $60 shirt. Don't listen to Tom. I sold the $60 shirt. He's a fucking liar. Thanks, guys. I put the cash right by your thing there. 
Nick looks so bad right now that I'm in pain watching him walk. Nick's yeah. back is all fucked up. I feel very bad for him. For slaving kind over of. you loyal customers. Remember, use number, uh, use code number niners or hashtag number niners at checkout. Get 10% off your order online. Um, so yeah, so I got a free drink. So I get free drinks at the bar or at the casino. Okay. Um, I get that and then a free room. So and then I. So you do have to pay for travel. I have to pay for my flights. Yeah. And then the taxes and shit you have to pay the port fees. So okay. um, both the cruises together, given they're short cruises. I think together it cost me a thousand dollars in my expenses. So to end on the a thousand dollars just in the taxes, you mean? The taxes, right. and the port fees. Holy oh, shit! But that's for two, so five hundred for two people, yeah. yeah. two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. I'm not upset about it. No, well worth um, And I get a, I think it's a hundred dollar, two hundred dollar credit to use, to use at the casino while there. So um, that's I'll, like the old. Uh, and actually, those would be good ones to not do uh, much gambling. Like, you, I know you enjoy the gambling, but how many times have you skipped shows that you wanted to see or stuff like that because so, you're, you're so heavy in gambling? I'm not big on those. What? Like the shows and all that? That's what I'm saying. Go to them because it's a free cruise anyways. I bet you'd really enjoy them. Well, I went to some footloose and cross elements. In order to keep getting the free cruises, I have to keep gambling. That's true, but your thousand dollar because uh, your thousand dollar cruise could become, you know, a ten thousand dollar casino trip. It's never going to become ten thousand dollars. But I see what you're saying. But at the same time, I can go to Mohegan and spend that money and not go anywhere. At least this way, I'm going somewhere. That's true. You How are you? Nice. Nice hat, right? That's cool. you how you are. You're high. Okay, got it. Like, what the fuck? My other favorite is when I say, how are you? And they say, morning. I always say, sorry for your loss. Like, right, just engage in conversation, man. Yeah, they're not. Right. No. Um, so it's 11 o'clock. The uh, state feed has just opened. Um, I'm not long. So people are everywhere. We, well, like we're like 45 minutes, an hour. Well, yeah, because we got a break. Yeah. So, yeah, I hope we get some emails from people. We have, uh, for the next show we do at the house, or our houses, um, we have a comment from uh, Panachronic. Oh. I also want to give uh, Panachronic some props. He got promoted to lieutenant. Oh, congratulations. Um, so good for him. Um, Everything's, you know, for the most part, I mean, aside, you know, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to downplay what's going on with me, but at the same time, everything's going pretty well. You know, like, I have a, uh, I guess you call it a new look on life, mm-hmm. right? Um, every day is precious. I actually, so what's funny is, I went to the gym the other morning, right? And we all know that I'm not a big uh, God person. Thank God. Yeah, okay. a big religious person, I would say. Um, and not that I would say that I'm a believer. Have you heard the song, Be a Favor, by Jolly Roll? Mm, I'm sure I have, though I could not tell you which one it is. Um, I listen a lot to him. He's it, in my place. Yeah, he's very good. Um, so he has a song, it's called Need a Favor, and it, it goes, you know, I only talk to God when I need a favor. Right. And I only pray when I don't have a prayer. Yeah. Um, so I've been listening a lot to that song because, you know, when shit happens to you in your life, I feel like that's why people find 
religion? Yeah, it's always the same promise. Like, if you get me out of this, I swear to God I'll go to church. Yeah. And then it's over and you're like, well, that's coincidence. Yeah, I'm not going to church. <laughs> um, not Sucker. saying, like, I don't think I'm ever going to church, but, um, so, I'm at the gym the other morning, I was driving back home, and I just say to myself, you know, thank you for the, you know what I mean? Because every day, it's really, you know, you should be grateful to be here. Sure. Um, and then I get the word, and I don't know if I was on chest pains or my fucking ear was fucked up. Like, I don't know. Who are you guys? Not too bad. Thank you for asking. You want me to grab anything for you? You got it. So, I, uh, so I'm texting Erica, like, if I die today, I love you. Yeah. Very dramatic. And I go, you know what this is happening? She goes, why? I said, it's like, take it out for you. take it from me. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm very grateful. You know, um, if I do die today, I've come to really, you know, I lived a good life. Um, my, uh, my brother Michael, speaking of your guy, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but he will always try to talk to you. Please bring me to heaven. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Well, and that's, you know, like, I don't want to, like, I'm very big on, uh, did I tell you about the cardiologist? I did at the house the other night. The guy I heard on Joe Rogan. Yeah. Um, so, and I don't want to get into all that, but, um, over, like, I'm very big, even before all this, I'm very big on morals and I'm very big on, you do what you think is right. Yeah. You shouldn't bend your morals just because. That's the popular thing. And I don't know if you remember this, but when the vaccine came out, I was very against it. Like, yeah. not against it. It was just, I'm not going to do it. It doesn't, it's not what I want. Right. Right. And then I booked a trip to Aruba. And then there was talks about us not being able to travel outside the country with the vaccine. Yep. So, and looking back, if all this is caused by the vaccine, right, which we don't know that that's true, right, but it's been a thought of mine. Right. If all this is caused by that, and I, it's what I deserve, right? Because I went away from my moral compass over a trip to a room. It's really what, and what I'm really beating, I guess. and what I'm really beating myself up more about is not only because I wasn't going to have my son get back today, but I was somewhat peer pressured into it by society saying, you know, don't send your I think so. Now we look back at that time, right? And we can because now it's past us. Yeah. And I think of those things, and I think of the people who jump up immediately and go, "You're all sheep. You, you know, you're just being led to the slaughter." And I'm like, "Well, no, no. We're a society that follows our government that we elected, that we put in place. So we should." Not, not with blind ignorance, but we should do as we're told in most situations. Yes. The problem is that all these people who have grown up watching movies and listening to music, where the you know the hero does the thing, now everybody's special. 
I don't think everybody's special because parents. I think everybody's special because that's the environment that we've created. It's not parents. It's, it's entertainment. It's parents. It's everything. So when they're like, everybody should get a vaccine, everybody who was told they should get a vaccine went, not me because I'm special. No, motherfucker. If like, if, if the common thought, if, if the logical people who know more than you say you should do it, you probably should do it. So again, it's, it's not like a reason to fucking rebel. Do I know what's hilarious? And I said that we weren't going to talk about this shit. <laughs> you brought it up. I did. So yes, I agree with you. But the problem is, is that our government is corrupt. Sure. And being pushed. Do you know how much money Pfizer made off the fucking off the vaccine? It's billions. Billions and billions and billions of dollars. Even still, this is the system that we have created with our I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Technically, you're more welcome. Because I don't vote. Um, but, you know, like like Joe Rogan said, he goes, you know, people shouldn't be ashamed that they got vaccinated. But they should be able to sit there and reflect on it. And this is exactly how I feel. I got bamboozled. You know what I mean? And I'm man enough to say that I got bamboozled. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have... I shouldn't have wavered on my, on my morals and my thought and everything on it. Yeah, but you got bamboozled into what? Into getting a vaccine that could potentially cause harm to me because we don't know. Okay, but you also took a vaccine that could potentially have saved your life. So they say. I mean, they, well, then, they proved that you the also, vaccine wasn't You also got bamboozled into getting a job that's further away from your house and driving one of these cars that somebody, you know, makes a profit off of you buying. But again, I, but those are choices that I'm comfortable with. I was put into a situation where I don't want to lose this vacation and went against my, my morals or my, my original, I don't want to say morals because that's not really what it was. It was my thought. Yeah, nobody's morally against taking Yes. Uh, actually, there might be people who are more like against vaccines. vaccines. I'm not more like I'm not against vaccines. Right. I'm against. I was against that one because we just didn't know. Right. You know what I mean? And that's but, how I, I mean, felt. Dude, we're talking. So, but we were fuck all me, talking. Right? Fuck me, right? Erica was forced to get the right. vaccine and forced to get the booster. I told her that I'll never get a fucking booster. Uh, I never did. I was supposed to. Maybe you have the Maybe. Maybe I've had it since birth. Um, no, but like, dude, so it's everything. It's you know, it's the food pyramid. You know, we all learned the food pyramid, and at that, you know, well, this is how you eat healthy. And that was a lie. That, that's well, not the healthy way to eat. We shouldn't have eleven servings of fucking green a day. Yeah. Who the fuck needs a loaf of bread a day? Yeah, facts. Well, and that's so that, that cardiologist that was on the road, yeah. he's one of the guys who, spear, who spearheaded the saturated fat causing heart attacks. It's not true. Right. It's not fucking true. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was, we overprescribed statins to people who, you know, our limit's 200, when really you could live fine at three or four. Right. And he but goes, I'm not saying satin shouldn't be prescribed, but we're, we're overprescribing to correct an issue, and most times those satins cause more problems and a little bit higher cholesterol. Right, so the vaccine is more of the same. It's not, we treat it, again, like everything is super special. Everything, every person, every, every, yeah. when again, on the timeline, very insignificant. COVID, very insignificant. I mean, it's not the fucking black plague. Well, it was treated like it was. It, it was treated like it was going to Again, it was a cold. Um, and it was handled differently, and we were vaccinated faster and things like that. So it could have, but we we took we'll remember it like it was the black plague. Yes, um, because that's the way it was. Listen, yeah. like for Michael, my brother, who's a nurse, he's still dealing with it. Yeah, um, 
So it's funny, right? Because I, I just heard somebody say the other day that they had COVID. Some, like somebody around them had COVID. Yeah. I still think. Yeah, you still get tested for COVID all the time. Like if, you, if you're doing, like you go to the doctor and shit. Certain no, symptoms. They don't even fucking think. Well, maybe. But look, I had fucking COVID and didn't know. I thought I had a fucking, like a head cold. And yeah. I went there to, it was for something with this. And they're like, oh, well, it sounds like you might have COVID. And they swapped me in my car. And called me and said, hey, you have COVID. Go home. Yeah. And I was like, huh? Yeah. Like, I, I have a running nose. I've still never uh, tested positive for COVID. Uh, that's the only time I got tested, or I tested positive. It's also the only time that I did take a couple at-home tests, but I never, like, in October, I, there's no doubt in my mind that I had COVID. I can't remember where I had it. I had a test once. I don't remember why. I, in, in October, there's no doubt in my mind that I had COVID. Yeah. I had a migraine for three days. Remember, I couldn't, I couldn't leave the basement. Yeah. Um, but I refused, because... Once I realized I had it, it was to a point where if I test myself now, work has to keep has to keep me up for five days. Right, and you're already three days in. I was three days in, had two days for the weekend. And I'm like, I'm going to be at five days on Monday, but if I test today, they have to tell me to stay home for five days. Right. I'm not going to test. Right. Like I know I got. You know what I mean? And just because, again, I'm big on honesty. Um, so like I couldn't test myself, and say, oh, I got COVID, and then not tell somebody because right. to me that. Is, Line. Yeah, when uh, Liz at one point had a test, um, I can't remember why, but I was like, I don't give a fuck if you pass or if you fail, I do not want to know what your test result was, because we've been together the entire time, so if you have it, chances are I have it, and I would feel inclined to test. Yeah, and then what's so your situation that you don't want to do? Do what you need to do. Yeah. I will try to ignore the context clues. Yeah. Like, you crying. Oh my god, I got both. She called me immediately. You're breaking the rules. You're breaking all the rules. What if you have to test again and you don't call me next time? Then I have to assume that you, in fact, tested positive. Yes. So, um, anyway, man, I can't say how excited I am to be to dominate and talk. Yeah. Super exciting. This is the most time we've spent together since last fair season. Face to face. I mean, we've done podcasts. Oh, that's true. But we weren't together. We were like, I'm not. Interwebs. Yes, yeah, I, I actually uh, packed a comic gig, but uh, when we were setting up for the fair Thursday, oh, God, so Thursday night, I was like, I really, as much as I dread doing this, like setting up and hanging out with Nick and Pat and you know Jake from State Farm and like all all the people people that we've learned like met through fair season and the, just the com the camaraderie yeah. we built because of it. Like I had a fucking great time stopping up here Thursday night to help Nick set up. And then hanging out, like we didn't even do anything. We didn't even set up our table. Nope. For the podcast. Last just night. We literally just came and hung out with Nick, um, Jake, Jake from Safe Room stopped by. He came. Everybody Tom came. came. Everybody was coming. Caming, coming everywhere. <laughs> Jesus. Um, caming everywhere. Y'all uh, came. So um, we're leaving. We're actually getting out here early today. We'll be here till like 1.30, maybe quarter to two, and then we're out, and then we'll be here. The plan is to be all day tomorrow. Right? I only wait to come this early. Yeah. What time's it over tomorrow? Uh, seven. Yeah, probably not all day. Well, we gotta help Nick wrap up. It's true, but I got a grocery shop. I got a meal prep. I do a lot of stuff. So why don't you just come up later in the day? Again, we don't have to be here until well, we really don't have to be here at all. What I can do is come late with Liz and then leave with you because Liz is gonna go home anyways. So yeah, so I'll come up in the morning. I'll hang out with Nick. 
Okay, we don't have to be here. We came up early today just because we knew we were going to record the podcast this morning. Um, and I might actually go home when I'm done. There's a concert here tonight. Yeah. Um, yep. Oh, you know what? Uh, I also have a business trip that starts on Monday. And I told my mother I would do dinner with her. Yep. We've always, since I was, I think I was 15 the first time I traveled away, maybe 14, um, and we've always done a meal before I left. Okay. Okay. So that's that's right, right in here. So it looks like that will be your breakdown. Tomorrow. Very possible. It's all right. It's all right. We'll figure it out. Um, really, I mean, there's not much. I mean, we'll be able to break this down in like an hour. No, we didn't set much up, which helps. Yeah, but I'm not gonna leave things. No, but it's less than right now. Yes. There's definitely, I mean, Nick didn't bring nearly as much stuff as he did to the last fairs. Yeah. Um, and he wanted to do this kid. He wanted to do it all in, all in his truck. And I'm like, Nick, just run the trailer. Just run the trailer for a week, man. So much work when you didn't have to do much work. Yeah. Could you imagine? I mean, and we don't live far from we live 15 minutes. Yeah. And it would have been two hours to set up because we would have been going back and forth. It would have been way more up. More than that. He would have had to come up here 45 times to set because uh, his truck's not that big. Uh, even if I filled my truck, it's still three or four tri- trips. Yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah, Ben, you want to get us out of here? Uh, yeah, and then I'm going to go eat some next one. It's, uh, Liz left like five minutes ago, so I guess I can wait. She's not even going to eat the next one. Well, you bought her, you bought her Mexican food yesterday, and she. That's true. I bought this Chipotle on our way to the fair, and she put it in my fridge when we got home from the fair because she ate it from there. Okay. So with that, number niners, I say good day.